right. Hello. Howdy. Welcome uh, to Desk Pop. Welcome. Today is our our live PS5 event. Uh, thank you for coming to our live stream where we're doing this all very live. We're reacting to our favorite games for the PlayStation 5 and also the console. This this our live and five controversial little console. <laughs> It's almost my birthday, so I I made up a couple purchases from the Pokemon store, uh, and they arrived the other day. I'm very excited. Um, you know, I already have my Dunsparce. Uh, I, I probably will get a few more of these guys. I don't know if it's it's very bright. It, it's, uh, it's really bright, but yeah. I <laughs> I'm able to see the, the figure. Oh, there we go. <laughs> very cute a little plush Beautiful. guy. I think I've shown him to you before. But new additions to this. So I had to get the Venusaur, obviously. Uh, I really, really love Venusaur. My favorite from, nice. you know, Generation 1. Beautiful. Uh, I've always thought if I was going to be a gym leader, I would be... Well, I, Venusaur would be like the cornerstone of my gym team. So it's either... I either go grass or I go poison, right? So Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, I thought that I probably would be a poison gym leader. Uh, okay. So... I love Crobat. Crobat is another one of my favorite Pokemon, and this cool. is the cutest little plush that I've ever owned in my life. It's so, like, I knew it that... It outshadows Dunsparce? It's so cute. I, I love Dunsparce, but this of a Crobat is just, there's something about it. I can't wait till Togekiss. That's one I'm very excited for. Um, but yes, no, so then this guy, <laughs> which I... <laughs> I expect you to, like, pull out, like, this life-size... No. This like abnormally large same, same size. Uh, this muck. Oh. <laughs> I love him oh. so much. <laughs> he's oh, just, that's good. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. Uh, so you know, <laughs> building my little poison team. I guess my um. Do do gym leaders usually have like a wild card Pokemon? Like that's not of their type. Is that a thing? Um, I think sometimes a gym leader will have something that fits the theme, but and not complements the... the others. But okay. it's not the exact type. So mine, I guess, would be Dunsparce. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, and yeah. those those are from uh, the Pokemon Center. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're they're the only website. like they're only ten dollars, um, which I know like they're they're pretty small, but. $10 is a pretty good price for these little guys. Uh, I feel I'd like they're... $10 for that. Yeah. yeah, and I, like, I want to own so many of them. Like, I probably... I went back and forth on, like, how many do I buy? And then I kind of settled on, like, let me just get the ones that I, I really like and would like to put somewhere, because as someone who is, uh, you know, mid-20-somethings, about getting closer to 30-something... Uh, man, it seems bizarre to have so many stuffed animals. So, um, you know, I, I also disagree with free. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, what do you do with them? Cause I don't want them on my bed, but I want to have them like places. And so these, these fit perfectly in little, like, you know, shelving areas. So very excited yeah. for these, uh, haven't done too much else. I feel like it's been a pretty relaxing weekend. I've taken it pretty slow. How about you? What are you, what have you been up to Andy? <laughs> So, um, the, the PlayStation five event happened obviously, and we're, mm -hmm. we're going to get into that uh, in depth a little later. Um, we will sink but, our proverbial teeth into it. 
but that has uh, after watching it i've kind of come back to some of the playstation uh for um eventual classics or the the big ps4 titles that are right now so i've been playing spider-man a lot um i tried playing minecraft dungeons a little bit as well uh i'd like to s- set more time to playing that a little bit more uh, i just did one level by myself and then i kind of uh dropped it um dana's been obsessed with red dead redemption 2 so i've been <laughs> watching her play that and um I've been working on, and I'll, and I'll tease it, and I'll, I'm not going to mention it, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but I've been working on um, the eventual desk pop uh, set, and it's going to be really cool, and I want to surprise people, and I'm going to surprise you with it, and yeah. it's going to be cool. Um, <laughs> I assure you, and if you don't like it, I'm going to be devastated. I, but, I will uh, love what it, like a, a child receiving a gift for Father's Day. I will love anything that you make. <laughs> okay, cool. Because um, or a father receiving I, a gift for Father's Day. Why did I say I am child? Uh, <laughs> you know, whenever your dad gives you a gift for on your his child on father. Father's Day, <laughs> your your child father. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I am super excited about it, and I cannot wait to unveil it. I tested hey. it out with the this web camera earlier today, mm-hmm. and oh oh yeah it's, it's almost there hey. we're so close <laughs> but yeah so that's what i've been working on um again super excited to show it off and maybe um even if we don't record together i'll i'll still try to see if i can maybe set up my web camera over there so yeah i think that'd be good look but yeah <laughs> cool well cool 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 uh, we have a pretty big episode, so I guess let's just get into it. We're talking about the uh, PlayStation 5 event. I don't know if there's yes. a different name for it, but it's just the um, I know that they have showcase. the state of plays. <laughs> they have what's called the state of play. I don't know if this was under that label, but, mm. you know, PlayStation 5 event is fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. We're speaking the same language. It's... <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw your cursor go over to that on our Google Doc, and I was like, are you going to type in parentheses, state of play? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so um, before we jump into the specifics, let's just go ahead and jump in with our um, overall thoughts on it. Just cram everything into this sandwich and our... Uh, I, I, enough with the food thing. I wasn't That wasn't going anywhere. What did, what did you think of the whole thing? Well, I have to say, I'm I'm not a huge fan of of uh, preview events like this. I'm kind of a consumer that's like, I want you to tell me about something a month before it's out, and I want to get in and play it. Like I right now, cool, you know, I'm I'm excited. I guess that these are these are happening, and there were a couple uh, gems that I saw in this showcase that stood out to me especially. But I don't know. I just feel like wait, like knowing that these exist doesn't do anything for me or or that they're being worked on i'm like that's cool um all right (laughs) what about you what were your thoughts um so i have almost the exact opposite mentality about things like this i Um, I live for things like this because (laughs) i am the the super consumer Mm -hmm. so to bide my time in between releases of these products i like being given these trailers in rapid succession (laughs) because 
I'll be breaking these trailers apart and dissecting them and speculating <laughs> uh, with other people um, for large periods of time, uh, like like right now, until it comes out. So mm. uh, I I have fun kind of talking about the trailers with people and stuff like. And then oh, what is Xbox gonna do? I like getting into that whole. There's that competition between them, and they're yeah. gonna have to show off some stuff. So I like feeding into it because it's like this. It, it's almost like when you go to like a a little cousin softball game or something like you don't care who wins but you try to get into it anyway so that that's my mentality <laughs> um i'm just like yeah like let me just pretend that i care a lot about this just so when i can you, get that you get light. on the field and you scream at the umpire <laughs> <laughs> yeah get the sense of camaraderie with all the other uh people who probably have an unhealthy obsession with playstation uh and just Oh, like we're both relating on the same thing. This is great. Let's freak out together. Um, I I counted the games shown in this, and there were twenty five games shown yeah. in, in this. A huge, huge chunk of them were um, first time reveals. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty good. I never counted before, but twenty five feels like a big number, and a lot it of did. them didn't seem like filler to me. It did, um, and I was actually shocked, too, that there weren't more sequels to things. That was yeah. something I was like, wow, there's a lot of... They're trying a lot of new things, which is cool. I mean, not them in particular, but game developers and stuff, yeah. you know. It also seems like indie voices are kind of um, heightened mm -hmm. now, especially in this. We didn't see... I could probably count the number of first-person shooters on one hand mm -hmm. uh, that we saw. A lot of them were very narrative-driven, uh, or it seemed like they were narrative driven and they seemed more unconventional as opposed to, oh, here's a generic or not generic, but you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. God of War, Call of Duty or some sure. huge studio manufactured machine that's been focus grouped and tested. Mm -hmm. um, so I was really happy to see all of that. It is very trademark PlayStation. They are like the artsy one of the between Xbox and PlayStation. So uh, I was also really happy to see that. Overall, I'm happy. Um, we'll talk about the console itself at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, believe it or not, that was like my least favorite part of the whole uh, thing. Yeah. And um, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll also say um, they they really like again they're really artsy so in between these trailers they had these like graphics and these videos teasing the interface and whoa we're seeing these waves of these small balls move and yeah. pulsate in different colors just, just fucking show the the next trailer or show the like why are you building hype people have been talking about playstation 5 all year you've been putting off this show people know yeah. It's like it's not a surprise. Just yeah, I everyone's think it's watching. Just, I didn't think of it so much as like it just kind of passed the time in between like transitions. I didn't think it was like jarring. I thought it would be better than playing a new trailer immediately after an old like another one. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like, felt like they were getting longer and longer in between each one. Eh, I thought um, it was. I thought it was fine. The thing I didn't love was the the people that talk in between each trailer. That kills me. I'm like. I don't care, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. like. I I know like a lot of it's it's usually just like ahead of a studio or like, and I'm like that's great, but okay. Trying hard to desperately <laughs> like please associate our studio name mm -hmm. with this if you like this game, mm -hmm. um, but 
it really annoys me when we hear um, this generation's or this upcoming generation's buzzwords of uh, 4K Ultra Blu-ray, SSD, ray tracing. Ray tracing is Whoa. what I heard over and over again. <laughs> it's like that's the st- that's that's like oh i have four wheels in this car that i bought like that's mm-hmm. the new standard it's yeah it it would be annoying if it did not have that this, you're not giving us a gift by giving us these things so i know it's not a new so... observation but just it's funny to see that because that's the the war between um xbox and, and playstation it's always that like oh like we have to have the, the best technology in our systems and it's so good and so amazing yeah. and it looks like you're in a movie it's so real and then nintendo is just like yeah, yeah. whatever it it's just it's just a battle of ip now mm. i think graphics have come to a point where teraflops and ray tracing and all whatever um, it will eventually mean nothing you it, there will yeah, you there will be a standard that it just is all our human eye can't perceive anything greater (laughs) yeah i mean even with um high-end xbox one and playstation 4 games i i can't really tell the graphical difference between those two um if you show me the spider-man game and tell me it's running on an xbox i i wouldn't argue with you like sure it could could very well could be it i you know so that is annoying that we're still on this mindset of you know it reminds me of when I was a kid and I'm just like, Oh, let me plug in the component cables on the trying to sound technical in front of my parents. Mm, yeah. It, it's like, you're bullshitting to me right now. Like, it's uh, a new yeah. PlayStation, just I think like, that's just the standard of like device showcases though. Like think of like, you know, anytime you see like an iPhone reveal or something, there's always that like bullshit of like, yeah, okay. You're reading like specifications. Four megapixels yeah. in this camera. And it's like, yeah it's like that that means something to someone but not just the average consumer you know what i mean so yeah it's just (laughs) it it always just feels weird when they say that but um yeah another thing i'll say is a lot of the trailers focus kind of what i said earlier focus a lot on establishing ip and world building a lot of the trailers i couldn't tell you what genre um game they were or what the gameplay looked like because it was just like cinematic shots of characters walking around in a world and with crazy orchestral music. Yeah. And so that, that was kind of annoying me as just, Oh, this looks really cool. I really like this. I don't know what kind of game this is or yeah. I, I don't know what, you know, like, yep. they all, they all take Pixar us short. It would be great, but they all take us page out of the same book and they're like, look at this wow we're we're you know so yeah. far up our own ass it looks so amazing i'm like all right sell you on this world <laughs> and these characters and it's just yeah <laughs> that, that's great but again there there are games like um we both made top uh we both made lists of games we'd like to highlight and talk about we're supposed to make and, lists <laughs> uh, and there are a couple that i really like the presentations for but i i don't know what kind of game it is okay uh, sure but that's fair uh, that a, was... a lot of them it wasn't really i think they that's been a controversy of like they show gameplay or they show trailers and it's they'll imply that it's gameplay in some way and then it ends up not being uh yeah in this showcase there were a lot of moments that kind of felt like that i was like is this gameplay <laughs> i was like ah. yeah and then there's always the whole like 
the PlayStation 5 is not out yet. And mm. so it's like the Spider-Man puddle thing where it's like, whoa, you this looks so good in the reveal. But then when it launches, it doesn't look as good. I mean, I that, don't think that's really going to matter. Yeah, I, that never really bothers me. I, I feel like there's always a, a crowd of people that get uh, pretty, pretty rambunctious when they find that out. But it mm. it's fine. I, I just want to play. What matters to me is not about graphics in a game necessarily. It's about like, you know, the story that I'm being told, the aesthetic that I'm seeing, how well it plays. Like there's a lot of other things that matter before graphics necessarily does, you know? I think graphics have come so far that it I I'd like it to continue advancing, but it is no longer a priority for me yep. whatsoever when getting a game. Yep. I think the name of the game now is stylizing things in a way that makes it unique mm-hmm. because just making it look realistic isn't doing it nope. for me at all anymore. It's yep. you know, there's so many live action movies and stuff that like I can just agree. watch a movie if but anywho um if if we both are kind of finished with our general thoughts on it we can go ahead and jump in to our first so again 25 games were shown um we're not gonna go into detail on all of them uh we both picked three so Mm -hmm. we're gonna be talking about six in total um the first one is both both of our favorites uh or our favorite game that was shown little devil inside yeah um do you want to go ahead and get the ball sure yeah so i thought this trailer was actually pretty unique uh compared to all the others because you're seeing like this you're seeing this story told of like it it was comedic um but you still got the sense of like the world and the and the characters and everything you're seeing the story of like what i would imagine is the main protagonist and then also like his butler i kind of gathered um and they're living these like this the the adventurer the hero is like out like and life sucks and it's hard and he's like you know he's slaying monsters and he's like very cold or he's hungry or like whatever you know like what a real like adventure would be going through and then the butler yeah. at home is like you know eating a nice meal taking a bath <laughs> and they keep yeah you know doing this parallel which i thought was funny and then uh not not often do game trailers i pull off comedy well and so i thought this yeah, was that good. was very um i actually laughed out loud um mm-hmm. there's a there's a, a poop joke in the uh mm-hmm. in the trailer and it it killed me mm-hmm. and that was kind of the the nail in the coffin as for like i'm i'm buying i'm obviously i'm going to buy this game <laughs> yeah i think it, we both are this this was like when we were talking about top three lists and, and you were like I, I wanted to tell you this one like as quick as possible because i was like i want this one and you're yeah. like man i chose this one too i was like ah <laughs> Uh, the first thing I wrote in the first couple of seconds of seeing the trailer for the first time in all caps, I wrote, I love this. I don't care what it is because again, it was kind of like that. I don't know what kind of genre (laughs) this game is or how it's going to play, Mm -hmm. but it's so stylized. I think you mentioned, um, is very similar to Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, that Uh, was, I was going to say, it looks like the characters, uh, character design and like the eyes and the eyebrows really reminded me of, uh, the Scott Pilgrim, uh, graphic novel, which I really like. Yeah. Um, which now that you've mentioned that, that that's probably why I like it so much. Um, Mm. but I, I love that. It didn't feel like a rip off of that. It felt like just, that was kind of an element that I saw that reminded me of something, but overall it looked very fresh and cool. I liked it. Yeah. I 
I really like that, uh, again, like the stylized thing, because like this is what I think graphics are building towards, because there are, there are a lot lots of shots and scenes in this trailer of him, or the main character, fighting a bunch of different monsters and open areas and stuff, which might have been impossible before because mm -hmm. only a certain number of characters can be on screen at the same time or the map can only be it needs to be restricted in some way um but it looks like some sort of monster hunting game um there's a lot of different settings which i thought was really interesting most of the time in mm -hmm. games like this you're kind of stuck in one or two areas and then sequels kind of take it further but you're in uh graveyards um, there's forests, there's deserts, um, there's parts where you're walking through an icy blizzard, you're in a small uh, Victorian-looking town, mm -hmm. um, and there was even a, a part where you're in like a scuba suit and you're underwater fighting a, a kraken, mm -hmm. which looks really neat. Um, they are small monsters, huge monsters, monsters that you can ride, apparently, that looked really neat, and I kind of wrote, I've wrote one of the notes that I took was... Uh, the fact that it's hard to find comparable monsters when describing the ones in this trailer makes me like this game a lot more. Yeah, it felt I was fresh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that like a wolf, a wolf man? Like, mm -hmm. that's like the closest thing I could compare it to, but it looks very different. I don't, mm. um, but I really liked, I really liked the monster designs. That was by far my favorite uh, game in the, mm. in the reveal I'm very excited for it. I think it comes out 2021. Yeah. Um, we'll have to go back and... <laughs> I, I saw that and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, probably yeah. going to wait out on getting a PlayStation 5 until... Oh, I, I will be waiting until a game I want comes out. I'm really bad at buying consoles at launch. Like, I think the last... When I bought a Switch gens, at launch, I was very underwhelmed. <laughs> I... It, it... Well... Did did you play Breath of the Wild? Yeah, but then I finished that and then. Oh, okay. Well, well what way. was there? Breath of the <laughs> Wild know? kept me busy for a long time. Breath yeah. of the Wild and Mario Kart Eight, but uh, I I totally get it. I I always fall into, I buy the console at launch, and then four or five months later, a big game comes out and they release a special edition mm -hmm. console in a different color or something for roughly the same price, and I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, I have a Destiny PS4 that's like white with like a topographic map on the top of it, which I really oh, I like. I almost got that one. Yeah. I've never had. Well, I guess I have had. I had a um, Game Boy Advance SP that was a uh, NES like oh, skin. Yeah. But those are the only two systems I've ever owned that are like a special edition. So I guess I that's all. I'm have... telling lies. There's more I'm thinking about. I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> I have I have a watermelon red Nintendo 64. And it's not even a special edition that was just like Nintendo 64 is is notorious for having all sorts of colors and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, all my consoles are pretty generic launch editions. Yeah. Um, but anywho, um, is that is that all we got for Little Devil Inside? Yeah, I think so. I, I thought I'm very excited for it. That's my my top choice. That but game is I. Mm, I'm, <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to that game. Yeah. What's your what was your second top choice because i made you choose another <laughs> so the next one that i put down is uh i i believe it's either kenna or kina um bridge of spirits mm -hmm. i really like this one this one looks like a a third person um action game similar to the pre the la the latest god of war game mm -hmm. it 
it looks the aesthetics look like a uh and you'll this is a continued pattern in all of mine they're all very stylized um but it looks like an overwatch animated short mixed with like kubo and the two strings if you've seen that i was getting kind of like i haven't seen that but i was getting like ghibli vibes from like the creatures and everything like that um oh yeah not the style necessarily but just the little creatures the little uh furball things yeah they they kind of reminded me of furbies but not terrifying <laughs> uh it, it reminded me of like furby pikmin yeah yeah it definitely seems like a pikmin style game um this one definitely showed shots that were heavily implied to be gameplay that's how i'm able to kind of say i think it's a third person action game and it looks like it is um again third person action game you're you're fighting you're using spears and um arrows and projectiles but it also looks like you're managing small fleets of these fur creatures similar to Mm. controlling pikmin which is also really exciting to me um and again graphics wise it looks so indistinguishable from just a pixar or an overwatch animated short and i love that yeah yeah Um, like kingdom hearts uh the latest kingdom hearts game um when i was playing it through and they recreated the let it go the whole song and everybody hated it um i i wasn't a huge fan of it either but it was so cool that they were able to recreate that and have it look almost indistinguishable from the movie it looked like they just did it just to be like can can we do this but and also they needed to fluff the game i guess but let's have like a song two songs play over each other while someone's getting exposition the the frozen level was the worst of that game but oh no that's the best i i loved that game but the more i break it apart the less i like it so i'm i I, like it that was that was like the first thing we tried to cover on the podcast and then didn't end up doing (laughs) well we did we did cover it it's just the episode sounded uh the audio audio equipment we use not not us talking about it yeah um but it sounded horrible we never (laughs) launched it um but anywho yeah so graphics are are uh making things like this possible and i want to go in this direction yeah i go we gotta move towards things like this well so i would say too like i it doesn't it doesn't it's hard for me to understand i'm like hey minecraft is like one of the most successful video games of all time uh it's not because it's trying to look as real as possible it's clearly like very stylized why do people not see that and go like yeah we need to we need to try that i mean i do want some things maybe that look realistic but i just don't want everything to you know yeah i don't know why that's the that's the golden standard yeah and because i feel like i'm exposed to a lot of gaming culture and it and it seems like oh the high fidelity graphics and look at how realistic blank is seems to be a continued obsession across generations and i i don't understand it it's it's so annoying yeah um like sure, not it's for very me impressive but like there are so many other things that you could do and directions you can go in using this technology mm-hmm. and you're trying to make things look like things you see every day like yep. anyways um 
and this is just going to be a continue uh, a horse that we continue to be throughout the episode <laughs> just stop stop wanting things to look like things that we see around us already mm-hmm. but the next game and this is one of your choices and i'm glad yes. you chose it yeah uh, death loop death loop uh it was interesting to me because i don't think this is something traditionally i would be into however the story was very strong to me uh just from what i was gathering in the like the narrative i think was really cool and the graphics that they showed in between gameplay uh was really strong to me as well the gameplay itself reminded me a lot of like bioshock mixed with like Fortnite. (laughs) uh uh, graphics wise i don't think it was bad though like i know that may sound like that may sound like the equivalent of like brushing your teeth and then drinking orange juice, but it wasn't. It was fine. Uh, okay. Like there was something about it that I thought was cool, and just the the premise is so straightforward. Of like, hey, you're a guy. You wash up on this island. There are assassins trying to kill you. You have to kill eight assassins before midnight to break out of this time loop, which is they're calling it a death loop because you keep dying because they keep killing you. Yeah. So I'm like, I love it. It's great let's do it (laughs) um i i was not a fan of this when i first started watching the trailer Mm -hmm. i thought it looked very similar to dishonored and i was like have you played dishonored i have not uh you might enjoy it's made by the same developer i don't Um, think i would (laughs) like i said this is traditionally something i don't think i would like (laughs) okay um the gameplay looked very similar Mm uh and then as it continued they start establishing the time loop and i'm like okay this is how it's different and then it started uh, through the course of the trailer because it didn't start this way but it slowly started using like the 60s 70s mm-hmm. like noir yep. detective cop that's thing. what that's what got me i'm like i'm all in for that I and like so that. once that happened i was like okay like mm-hmm. i'm i'm starting to feel it now and then um by the end of it, um, I started recognizing similar voice lines that these characters were doing, and it occurred to me that this was shown off at Bethesda's conference um, several months ago. So I remember almost having the same thought process, and so I'm glad that... Because it seemed... What the trailer looks like to me is that they had a concept that wasn't working, and they were like, try applying like a fresh coat of paint on it and like stylize mm-hmm. it in a certain way, or... It, you know and once they did that i was like okay this this is very different from dishonored and other games um and i'm also anything having to do with time loops similar to like movies um like groundhog day um happy death day death day to you things like um what is the other edge of tomorrow i like that idea of you're kind of reliving the same scenario but you take what you've learned each time and you get further i really like that concept i think it's cool because it's like for me i'm not scared of dying in video games i think i just sometimes get a little like uh i don't overwhelmed i don't know what the word is not overwhelmed but just sometimes i get a little like consequences are too scary like yeah i'm like oh i don't want to die and lose everything or i don't want to die like and so this this way i'm like Ah, that doesn't seem so scary because it's like you're gonna the way it showed in the trailer the way it played maybe that's not gameplay but the way it showed in the trailer like you die and he's like oh shit and he like rewinds time like oh i like that yeah Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of similar to um, I'm gonna say it's similar to, but I've never actually played uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. Yeah, I haven't ever but, played that either. Uh, yeah, I've I've watched. I, I have a a good friend of mine who really liked that game, so I've kind of glanced at gameplay, but I'm pretty sure it explores a similar concept to that. Maybe. I think it does. But yeah. I I'm excited for this. I think that this is really cool and again like it's a first person shooter but it it's not just the the you know run and gun type it's there's it a there's a, a real there. yeah there's a real like it's a narrative perspective that i think is a real anchor to to what this game looks like it could be yeah so i i'm excited for it um and speaking of first person games we're gonna jump into our next one unless you have anything to no that was it. okay um so this is another one that was shown off i think in bethesda's conference which is ghostwire tokyo um was it bethesda i'm not i'm not sure it might have been i'm pretty sure it's bethesda i think this was like the evil within devs working on this one but uh i remember it showing some establishing shots in the bethesda conference and i don't think they showed any gameplay in it but i really liked the the feel they were going for it was like this very modern you're in tokyo there are these ghosts and monsters in there that you have to uh, i'm assuming take on in some way and in this this new trailer it shows some gameplay and it appears to be first person and that's kind of neat there's usually not a lot of first person action games that aren't first person shooters that you run around in like a modern city. Um, that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to cyberpunk so much. Uh, but, uh, that setting looks like a really fun area to run around in, in first person. There are a lot of, um, takes on kind of some modern monster designs like, or modern, um, like Slenderman. There's a lot of Slenderman looking guys, um, there are like headless children and shadow people and <laughs> other varying uh, ghosts and ghouls that you fight. And the combat looks really neat. You're like casting spells from your hands and you're doing all these like Doctor Strange hand motions and stuff. It it kind of made me think of, uh, I know you kind of dabbled around with like... Um, witchcraft? Like, <laughs> wi- <laughs> witchcraft. That's me. <laughs> I'm outing you as a witch in front of everyone. Uh but I, we've kind of, I don't think it was ever specified, but we've often kind of talked about like spell aesthetics and like psychics and stuff. And so I just, that seems like an aesthetic you'd be into of just like all the like spells and magic that you're using. A little bit. Yeah. I think the, yeah. What's the word for the Japanese monsters? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yokai. Yokai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I was getting like very yokai vibes, and I I do feel like the spell aesthetic was cool. But uh, are you familiar with Gantz as a like a anime or media property or like it started as a manga? There's a what G A N T Z. Uh, there's like a 3D movie on Netflix. I think of it. No, I I've never heard of that until now. It or is. At least I don't think I have. I encourage you to maybe watch that because it really reminded me of this. Like I, I was watching the gameplay and I was like, this would be cool to play. But I was like, man, it really reminds me of Gantz. <laughs> like, 
Okay, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. writing it down. <laughs> Overall, okay. I think there's some neat stuff there. I, the Slender Man, we already talked. He's not very tall, so I'm I'm wondering is like, is that really a Slender Man or is that like the uh, royalty I mean, free I, Slender Man? <laughs> if I if I see a a a white faceless yeah creature in a suit, I'm gonna think Slender Man. But in so, the credits, is he gonna roll? roll past as like guy guy in guy in zentai suit <laughs> like how you know <laughs> yeah are they ever gonna call him slender man i don't know suit suit monster mm-hmm. uh but yeah do you have uh, any other thoughts on that one or no this think- is this is a game that i think i'll watch someone play maybe uh i don't know it, it looks a little more action than horror and i'm i'm not a huge fan of action games like pure action um i do like watching horror games just because i like to see the story and i don't like to play them because i'm a little scaredy baby but uh yeah i don't know that's I'll... one of the reasons why i like this one because sure it doesn't look too scary so it's like ooh, like this looks <laughs> like like just the right amount that i could play mm-hmm. um but i did just complete the the latest um the resident evil 3 remake um 100 mm-hmm. by myself good for you uh, and so I, I feel like I'm growing too. What a strong, uh, brave boy yeah. you are! <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly so proud of myself for beating the game. Uh, I, I could, I could. So here's the thing: I can see myself sitting down to do it, but it's just I have this like, I don't have the desire to. I don't want to be scared that way. But I, yeah, I think I could do that. I don't think it's like beyond the realm of possibility because even in Overwatch, like. I don't ever get scared, but I do sometimes get a little like, uh, I keep wanting to use words I can't think of, <laughs> uh, trepidatious. Okay. Is that the word? I like, I want to play ranked matches a lot of times and then I get a little like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm not very good. Like, I don't want to, I'm not bad, but I just, Imposter I sometimes syndrome. get in my own head. Yeah. And I, I feel like the same way with horror. I'm like, I don't know. I just see, I'm a little scared. <laughs> there are some games that like the gameplay is so good that I'm willing to get past being scared to play. Like with Resident Evil 3, something would scare me. And so I would stop playing but <laughs> shut off the tv <laughs> yeah I, I would walk away from it because i would scream and i'm like okay that 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 costs a lot of energy mm. bodily energy that i just like yeah so let me relax for a bit but the the dopamine rush of oh, I, I found the area that i needed to go to or i solved this puzzle or i just beat this boss without having to look up how to do it it feels so good that i'm like man like that was really scary and i don't want to get scared again but i really want that feeling again so i gotta keep (laughs) i gotta keep going um you're addicted yeah it's it's just yeah if it was if i didn't have like a huge incentive to keep going like ah like uh like the like the pt demo Mm -hmm. or you kind of i mean there's so much hidden stuff in there but if you just do the base walking around a whole bunch I don't have incentive to finish it. Sure. It doesn't feel good. I'm just getting scared, so I don't want to play that. Yeah. But anywho, I don't even I know how I got on this rant, but We're just uh, talking. We're just two pals gossiping about pal- games. Welcome to, <laughs> to Desk Pop, guys. Welcome to Two um, Good Pals Gossiping About Games, the podcast. We're gossiping. Oh my god. Like, I think <laughs> Resident Evil 4 is secretly dating uh pilot wings. Yep, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But speaking of bug snacks, that's the next one on our list. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you take take it away. Okay. You seem very excited to talk about it. This is my third. And uh, I had a feeling you would not pick this one up. So I was pretty confident. I was like, I want this one as my third game that I'm most excited yeah. about. Uh, it gave me very like... Uh, God, why am I? I'm such at a loss for words Viva today. Pinata. It gave me a very Viva Pinata vibes. It just it felt like it felt cute. Um, I liked the the idea is relatively unique. Like, okay, you're eating food and then you become the food. And then like what really sold me on it is in the trailer when I guess it's the mayor has eaten hot dogs or whatever and he can't pick up something like to put out a fire because his hands yeah. are like sausages i was like oh that's funny <laughs> like it's it's at least understands the world it's building so some games will build a game world and then never take it anywhere that's like yeah. self-referential or you know what i mean i'm like we say shit all the time and they're in like real life story and stuff yeah. well i mean i just like we exist in real life and <laughs> i don't know that's a weird thing to say we the world... exist in real life we're <laughs> we... real we're two real people talking right we, now we promise uh, this podcast is real this isn't manufactured or not advanced ai um I, at least I, I hope not i feel like we in in the the current world we live in the, especially the current climate are often like we're making jokes like oh i wish fucking aliens would just come take me away from this awful planet or like stuff like like people who exist in a world make self-referential humor about that world like and so yeah. when i see something do that i'm like okay like i see you you understand uh you understand more than just like i'm taking you to this cool world where you get to do a cool thing i'm like well you, yeah. you add a comedic element to it and you you um honestly make it a little more believable by doing that by yeah. poking fun at yourself you know or at least making letting your guard down and making me like oh okay they're in on it a little bit too i can i can make fun of it you know they're making fun of themselves yeah. like you know I yeah like i i really liked it i think we're both on the same page with viva pinata um i wrote down that it had the humor in it and just the style reminded me a lot of banjo and kazooie and just rare i could see that they're, they're the people who made viva pinata no matter what so it is like that you know it, it's coming it's definitely inspired by that property uh, i would say um or rare in general i'll be curious one... to see what the goal is of the game yeah that was i'm curious clear. to know a little bit about that too um it again that one like on a scale of like you know they told us absolutely nothing about how to play this game and mm. they're giving us a t i feel like they gave us like a very rough idea of the gameplay mechanic of you know you're using these absorbed powers to do things but i think this is my one of my perfect like preview trailers because at this stage in the game and i know it's important to you to know whether or not something's fps or how it's going to play but at this stage in the game maybe i want to know that maybe i want to have something saved for later so like I want to see what this world is. I want to, okay, like, give me a little peek in the window of this bug snacks world. <laughs> Let me look. And, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's cute. Uh, I'll, I, there are still things I'm thinking like, well, what's it about? Like, 
what's you know and and those questions i feel like will be answered later on but i feel like this is one of those games that left me with continue continued thinking about it after it was over the trailer was over so i could see that i i also think that it would be really disappointing to be ex- expecting something and then the full game comes out and it's like a real-time strategy game or it's like a spore I can see civilization that, yeah. type and you're just like this isn't what i was expecting and it, those aren't i enjoy games like that but they're not my favorite so i think they I showed enough that it doesn't look that way if that makes yeah, sense but they could reveal it, that and i would be like well that sucks i don't want it <laughs> but yeah so uh, that's kind of my big not not about bug smack specifically but just like a lot of the game trailers in general is just mm-hmm. i just needed a little bit more information so i can sure i i know if it's worth investing my excitement into but bug snacks looked cool they got caro caro bonito to make music for this trailer and i wasn't going to put bug snacks on my list and yeah. i was going to put it in honorable mentions because of that because i freaked out when i heard the song um that is that is like my favorite band uh i uh so a friend introduced me to one of their songs and then i've since uh snagged it from them as like no this is my (laughs) thing now like i'm the kkb guy i listen to their music (laughs) so um to follow them from being introduced to a friend and then years later listening to their albums and then here they are at a at a playstation review they they've made it um it it was just i was really glad that they that they're in there that just that made me enjoy the trailer that much more. And yeah. I wanted to mention that good, good for them and <laughs> good, good for, for them. the developers of this game. They got, yeah, they're, that is a cool band and I'll recommend you check them out. That is, um, they make some nice music. Well, the last thing I'll say, I guess about this game so we can move on to the next one and your, your last choice, this one talking about music, bug stacks, death loop, and then I know we're going to talk about uh, another game later on, which I'll mention. But I felt like the music was very fitting uh, for, for yeah. those two and the third honorable mention. But I there were some games that the music was just so jarringly off. Like, um, what was the one? Uh, it was something God, Godfall or God. You know what I'm talking about? It was like, oh, wear armor and fight. And it was like hip hop music. And I was like what yeah. is this i was like no I, saw that. I was like no girl like this ain't it <laughs> this ain't it girl I, I remember seeing that and it was like it, it had a very smite kind yes. of look to it yes and it was like this oh we're going to make this it looked so soulless yeah it looked, <laughs> it looked very like whoa we're trying to cater to uh like monster monster drinking call of duty playing yeah people but we really don't just, want to invest the song was the... rough it seemed like they had chosen like it seemed like someone exported the wrong track with it to me i was like i see what you're going I for go that far but that, i didn't i did I, not like it yeah that is um yeah i wish i knew the name of of the game but yeah that it, something that game stupid. looked like you'd see clips of that in like an episode of drake and josh like oh i'm <laughs> yes. playing a video game like whoa it I just it's like indistinguishable from anything else. It's it, not it bothers me when people try and look like, oh, I'm cool. Like, look at look at this like hip hop. Like, I'm I'm pretty cool, huh? I'm like, yeah, that ain't it. Like, it just 
for yeah. some games it works really well, but some games like no, no, sweetie, no. <laughs> anyway, put, put your hand on their shoulder. Hey, <laughs> uh, stop, your stop your last that. choice. What is your last choice? So I think my last choice, and I think that this was also the last game they showed in the uh, PlayStation event, but it was Resident Evil Eight Village. This game, uh, this trailer, um, it. I love this trailer. Um, I was gonna mention it before and I didn't, but I hate the the trend in a lot of these trailers. They don't tell you the title of the game first. They start showing all these shots and stuff, and at <laughs> yeah. the end they show you the trailer. That's a very like, like movie thing, you know, like yeah. Oh, you see this trailer, and at the end, here's the movie title. Ooh. It's not a big deal, but when you're like us and I, where you know, or me, I'm taking notes for the podcast. And I, sure. So. It's like I can't write the name of the game and then bullet points when I'm making. So I, I just leave a blank spot. Then I have to write all my thoughts and then at the end write on the top the name of the game. I was this, shocked that it was Resident Evil, actually. I was not expecting it to be. By the time... So I'll, I'll walk you through my thoughts on this as and as, as I kind of came to the realization, oh my God, this is Resident Evil. Um, and this trailer itself made me omit my complaint of the trailers for all the games before this, because like this trailer, I love this trailer so much because it does that. Um, so it's this like this grandmother or this mom telling this fairy tale story. It's kind of creepy. Um, and as they're telling this tale, it takes us to the woods and someone's knocking on a cabin and this old man opens the door and he's like, who's there? And he's firing this gun and he's like, no, it's just me. It's whatever. So I'm like, okay, this is a very generic, scary game that takes place in the woods. There are lots of these it, that taking us to the forest is the newest trend in, in it, horror movie or horror games. It reminded me of the, from... the Blair Witch gameplay trailer. Yeah. Like it was kind of like that where, it, exactly. and then, and they don't tell you it's Blair Witch until the end, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. This is kind of feeling like that. Yeah, so I was kind of thinking that. I was like, we went from insane asylums to just the woods. This is the new trend, whatever. Um, so the old man's really cautious or whatever. A hand bursts through the ceiling and like pulls the guy up. And it looked like, like a wolfman or something. And so I'm like, oh, so this is a werewolf game. We don't get a lot of those. And yeah. um, that kind of omits certain um, franchises from my mind. Like it's not Resident Evil. They don't do werewolves or whatever. Like what? what is this? Um, cuts to a few more scenes. Now we're going to like a gothic castle. And I'm like, is this like a Castlevania thing? Maybe. Um, it cuts to a few more shots. There's like these these three uh, witch-looking characters. Um, some other kind of unique-looking, I'd, I'd say, villains, which are kind of unique for scary games. Uh, and I was like, I think this might be Resident Evil. And then it cuts to um, a very brief shot of like a horseshoe and some other like symbolic uh, metal tokens on a table. I'm like, I think this is Resident Evil because it kind of reminds me of the different shapes that you put mm -hmm. on the doors. Um, and it kind of continues. And then it goes to the title of, uh, of um, it says village. And you're like, okay, that's a little weird. And then the V and then the I, mm -hmm. and then the first L, the yeah. first L village turns into Roman numeral eight. And I'm just like, Oh, I was yeah. fucking, I, I, 
fucking bazinga. Like yeah. I was just um I was bamboozled into I was trying to remember bamboozled when I said bazinga. Uh, I was bamboozled into believing that this wasn't Resident Evil, and it fucking was. It looks like it's first person again. You're playing as a protagonist from um, Resident Evil 7. It looks so fucking cool. I'm all about these the 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 witch coven people and werewolves. That's going to be fucking terrifying and great. I don't know about the, the, the theme. I On one hand, I don't want Resident Evil to always be pigeonholed to like have just kind of zombie characters but at the same time i remember is it resident evil was it i know four dealt with cults was it five that which one was in africa that there that one one was five i like they they went a a different direction from like traditional zombies it started to i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of resident evil but in like uh two and three like it's very like you know just zombie kind of forward and like maybe a big bad that's a little bit different and like this i don't know if i love this you know what i mean did you play did you play seven by chance uh, i watched it all the way through but i didn't play it um i did there were moments i liked about it but overall it was like "Mm." i really i think there's like a divide with resident like the early resident evil games are very like this is i think all zombie games should play exactly like the resident evil 2 and 3 remakes i really like those games um resident evil 7 i think is playing a it's a it's a completely different beast in itself Um, but it's just using it's kind of just using the name of resident at at a certain point like and and you might disagree but that's kind of how i feel of like yeah i get it but at this point you're just Riding off the coattails of the the property, the name, and you're well, having some characters that overlap, but is this I really think the core gameplay loop of Resident Evil? Like, I think Resident Evil is m- more about exploring the same map and having access to more spots throughout the game and using the very trademark Resident Evil. Uh, this is the Clover key, and this opens up the Clover door, and you talk to yeah. someone on the radio. I when I think of Resident Evil, I think that. Uh, with oh, there's a big gimmicky monster that chases you around. Well, I just, like Mr. X isn't uh, really a zombie. No, and that's Neither. what I mean. Like I feel like there's always one like main villain or something that's like not a zombie, but the fodder around you is zombies. And the, I don't know. There, there's a certain point where it's like that is great, and and I feel like that it obviously those those exist in a time capsule that I could go back and play whenever I if I ever chose to. Um, sure. So that doesn't take anything away from this new game entering the the ecosystem of Resident Evil, but I just how do you? It reminded me of like Outlast or something. Like, I and that's that's a negative point in my book. I'm like, yeah, Outlast is good, but I want Resident Evil to have a like a consistent like strong brand image that's like that is something special rather than like. Yeah, now we just do spooky. Now we just, yeah, just it's spooky ooky. I don't know. Mm, I I I disagree, but sure. I see where you're coming from. I, sure. The, I I don't think there's anything else I could really say to counter that, other than we'll just have to wait for the game to yeah. see if they do, because we didn't. I don't think there are any zombies in the trailer. Um, nope. There might be zombies <laughs> in the game, but. I'm really be, yeah. excited about it. I 
I'm like bring on the new monsters. I'm you know we've we've done zombies um, so much. You can only do zombies in so many ways until you end up with like Left for Dead gimmick zombies. Like this one, sure. is the boomer, and you know. Uh, so I'm excited. Um, I I hope this game is successful in making me fear witchcraft. There have been a lot of <laughs> there have been a lot of attempts Love like. Me. American Trapped. Horror Story. I know they're not trying to make witchcraft like really look scary, but things similar have kind of used that as like a a way to make it look creepy, and it's not really effective to me. But if anything's gonna do it, I think playing Resident Evil and dealing with like they, they might not even be what they could be. They could be vampires. Um, they might be vampires. That'd be neat. <laughs> uh, but. I feel like if any piece of media is going to do it, it's going to be a, a, a horror game where you're dealing with these entities. So sure. I, yeah, I think part of to my, my cultural reference for resident evil, which uh, is different from the games is also the movies, which I enjoy for what they are. I don't think they're like masterpieces, but um, I enjoy them. And those are all centered around zombies. You know, the first in the long line of games is centered around zombies. I just feel like, there's, there reaches a certain point where if you want to experiment with with different things, there either needs to be a very compelling reason, which you know, maybe they will show eventually. Maybe that maybe that that reason will come out, and I'm not giving them enough credit. But I just feel like it feels very much like let's use the name to make a new game. <laughs> like, uh, so fair. But I'm glad I made your list. It was it was definitely a shocker. The title card reveal for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm so excited i i've been on the resident evil uh bandwagon for since the since seven's release so i'm a relatively new fan and so i'm excited to continue my journey with it uh and this would be my fourth that, resident evil game to play that makes through. more sense than why maybe you're cutting it more slack or why you do like that i feel like resident evil like I, I, like I said, I don't play the games really, so I might be sounding like kind of out of pocket here, but it's something that I've been culturally aware of since the first game. You know what I mean? I've been like, I've enjoyed watching Let's Plays of it, or I like watching the movies. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, I, I started with 7, which is the, mm. the new format. Um, then I played the 2 remake, then 3 remake. Um, yeah, I think... Re- and the common factor with all of that, since I started with one that is kind of a different, it, it is first person. It is the probably most different Resident Evil game out of most of them. Yeah. Um, is the game, the gameplay loop of ex- map exploration, gimmick bosses and, and the puzzle solving uh, and resource management that, that all of that is like, wh- whereas I'm sure if you start with the classic games, maybe zombies are a lot more near and dear. Uh, <laughs> I think of like yeah. just the stress of uh, like I this fucking game only gave me three satchels so I can't I, mm-hmm. I have to either eat a her- waste a herb or throw away some bullets <laughs> so I can keep going or you know sure but yeah um, yeah I have some honorable mentions um, written down um, I I would feel like we would be doing a disservice if we didn't at least mention these three games we don't have to jump in uh, as much of detail as the others but i wrote down spider-man miles morales Mm -hmm. Um, that was the one i was talking about with the good soundtrack as well i feel like um, that one makes sense that it has kind of a hip-hop soundtrack given yeah enter uh into the spider-verse like i feel like that makes total sense 
Yeah, I was going to say they're keeping mm. the train moving with uh, anything Miles Morales is associated with just has an amazing soundtrack mm-hmm. that is just becoming a, a staple of of media featuring that character. But uh, I was really excited to see that. Apparently, it's not a sequel. It's a, a spinoff um, similar to um, the Uncharted spinoff. Uh, I, I'm not, I forgot the name of it. The, the lost something maybe. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm excited for it regardless. It, it looks really neat and I need to finish Spider-Man so I can, uh, that's one I want to play. Context. I have that and horizon zero dawn on my like need to play list. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I own horizon zero dawn. I've never played it, but I need to finish that one too. Um, I also wrote down, um, the demon souls, um, mm-hmm. remake, um, I've never played the original, but I'm excited for the opportunity to play the reimagined version because um, I've heard very good things about it. And the trailer looked amazing. It, um, I was aware of Demon Souls before I saw this trailer, but I knew nothing about it. So seeing it with that perspective, it, it could have been an entirely new game and I would have been sold on it. So that was really neat. I think... and. Yeah, oh, that. Yeah, I was gonna say Demon Souls. Like that seems like something that I shouldn't like because I feel like that goes against my whole thing I just said earlier of like getting scared that I lose everything and I die and like yeah, that's very much one of those games. But I feel like I don't know. Maybe it would be good therapy for me to try to play. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's it's very aesthetically pleasing. It's yeah. like a very very gothic Bloodborne esque. Um. Or I guess Bloodborne is Demon Souls esque because Demon yeah. Souls came first. But um, the last honorable mention I wrote down was Stray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured you would the, like this one. The universe looked really cool. I was kind of turned off at the end where the game is called Stray, so I feel like it insinuates you are playing as the cat that's exploring this town, controlled by or this world inhabited by computer people. I was like, oh, you play as a cat? Like, I want to play as one of those cool-looking computer guys. I'm shocked. I, I would have thought, like, the cat would have been a selling point for you. No, I feel like the cat was really cool, but I don't want to play as a cat. I'd like to interact <laughs> with the cat. I'd like to pet the cat, but I don't want to be the cat. Um, <laughs> so that's why I didn't make my, my official list. But up until that point, I was, I was pretty much sold. Uh, we'll have sure. to see if you know maybe they can sell me on being a cat uh you know as of right now i don't want to be a cat but we'll we'll see we'll see i I have a dishonorable mention uh okay volcano high (laughs) i do not like it i don't ever want to see it i don't not a fan i don't it seems Mm. it seems like it's catering to the um what is it uh into the woods um or through the woods uh, audience of this like angsty teen drama i was with getting also the humor of undertale like, life is strange undertale like and i know there's an audience for it and I, I did enjoy undertale too but it's just something about this i was like i don't like the aesthetics i'm not a huge fan of like the, i'm a teen in high school i'm like this is just my everyday size of life and i'm also a dinosaur what like not a fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think um I'm going. I'm going to play it. Uh, I, I think the be- the most positive thing I'll say about this is I I even went out of my way to write this down while I was watching the the um, PlayStation event. The lo- I love the logo. The comet 
uh, swoops down from the top of the logo down and it forges the um, the diagonal line of the N and volcano. Maybe they were and like, they started with I the logo, it. they created something really cool, and they're like, now we gotta make a game because I gotta use this I, cool logo. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Um, but it looked, I love the logo. I feel like if I was still in high school, if I were still in high school, I'd probably really like this game. Maybe, uh, yeah. I'd really like it. Um, it, it seems, it, it really caters to my like Netflix's 13 Reasons Why Riverdale part of me. <laughs> the anthropomorphic dinosaur people is where I'm lost because I see that and I'm like, the snouts were just so gross to me. I, was it, like, I don't like can descend it. into cringe so easily yeah. with that universe of characters so yeah. we'll see if it if it does become full cringe i i am going to play it i'm pro there are maybe two or three games that were in this reveal that i probably won't play i'll probably play everything else so. i i don't we'll have to do a let's play of it i don't play I a lot of see you i suffer through don't want to do a half let's play hour of, this. of that game Ooh, please whatever no. it is is it a yeah. visual novel who knows it's another yeah game that, i i get, doesn't tell you what it is that one i get a lot of vibes that it's just another like just a visual novel it's not anything like not a it fan. looks like it's an into the woods or lost in the woods and through the woods something the woods i get what you're um, referencing but i forget the actual title of it as well but yeah, but not a it looks like a very simple <laughs> or not simplistic because I think that that might be an insulting word, but a platformer type game that's also a visual novel. I There's don't... some supplementary gameplay between the visual Maybe. novel segments. I uh, feel like in, in terms of like Monster Prom is like an example of something I like. And this is something of something I don't like. So I guess that's maybe a little hypocritical of me, but there's something in the, maybe the character design. You draw that the I, lines at uh, dinosaurs. I think the character design, people. the character design and the, the way they try and make it dramatic. I did not like because monster prom is, is like very comedic uh, and kind of lighthearted. And yeah. this one felt like, man, we're just a couple of teens on the beach at a bonfire, man. We're dinosaurs. What's the deal, man? Like, like not a fan, not a fan. A work I'd mission. I'd love to record a, Get a me out. podcast <laughs> with you in that in that character. Gross. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, all right, I'll, I'll jump into it first because okay. I'm on a roll right now. You go this ahead. This fucking thing looks so fake. This looks like a very fake console render, fake leak that someone would re reveal or release, trying to make people think that this is the PlayStation 5. Yeah. I cannot believe that this is a design choice that they have gone with. I can't believe the console is all white. Can you... It's such a... This... No. I wrote, console reveal. What the fuck? <laughs> in my notes, uh, in my little Bulbasaur sticky notes. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it looks so fucking fake. And I saw a comparison because they measured the disc slot and they put it next to several other consoles for comparison. This thing is fucking huge. Yeah. This console is so big. It's like this. You might as well be getting a. Uh, it looks like a gaming PC tower. Uh, this yeah, thing is monstrous. I, I think it's smaller than that for sure. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, so you can place it sideways, but the top is curved. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. I can't put my drinks on, on the new PlayStation. <laughs> can't put anything on it. 
there's no cup holders on this PlayStation. How dare well, they? I have so I have a uh, a small um how do, how do how do I forget the penis. type of TV? Um I have a very small penis, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the the TV, the box TVs, CRT. I have a CRT TV on top of my PlayStation 4. Um, it's not plugged into that TV, but I just have it there because the PlayStation four is flat and you can put a TV on top of it. Uh, and you could just do things like that. You can stack your consoles or whatever, because there's so many of them and there's so many boxes that plug into your TV. Uh, and you can't do that with this PlayStation. So it really limits where you can put it. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, (sighs) I think things will work out. I, I know that our instant reaction is like, oh my God, this is bad and like not good that they did this. But I'm like thinking about my current setup. I'm like, it would actually be better if I had my PS4 on its side. Like, I feel like it would save more space. And like, I don't know. It makes me so self-conscious to put my consoles sideways. Cause I'm like, what if my cat brushes up against it and it like falls over on its side when sure. there's a disc in there? Sure. Or like, insert freak accident resulting in it falling over so i i prefer my consoles sideways uh i like the option being able to yeah um well i mean you don't have the option with the xbox really either it's it's a vertical console as well you know what i mean unless you can turn it to the it would just be weird sitting on its side yeah that that is a good point because both console both consoles look super fucking weird and they both went in two different directions um, one is very minimalist and the other one is like this is a playstation and everyone who enters this room your eyes are going to shoot over to this fucking huge router looking you know when you we were talking earlier and you said that the the game i was talking about looked like it would be like on a tv show like drake and josh this yeah. console <laughs> looks yeah. like something like 10 years ago they would have had like drake and josh did a whole episode of about game sphere yeah and this seems like that <laughs> like oh yeah it looks so a console designed I... by people who don't design consoles <laughs> It's so weird because in the design space that we're at now, um, how do you design a new console and make it look like, because it needs to look different from the past PlayStation. So casual, like like if your parents are buying you a console, they need to understand they are buying a different thing yeah. than the last thing they purchased. Sure. But you also need to make sure it doesn't look fucking stupid. Uh, and I feel like we haven't had any like, bold console design since like the gamecube i wouldn't consider it bold but but the gamecube is so good it was a weird looking box with a handle on the side yeah uh and to to that that credit you can't put anything on top of that either you know what i mean like but i think that's a really cool design it's neat and it's fair it sits on top of things but (laughs) i think up until the gamecube though like every console before it you couldn't put anything on top of them but we've entered the era where you can now so however i don't want to lose that function now that we have that but given like they probably that is probably an intentional design element because they don't want people putting things on top of the ps5 if it's if it has all these new features that are that are going to be graphically working harder then that might mean that it it gets hotter as well and they might they're probably they're probably factoring that into the design of like if we create a console that people cannot physically mess it up by putting shit on top of it and making it overheat like that'll be better in the long run than 
that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that, that's, that's probably their mentality because I, I don't understand the mentality of making a curved side to that machine uh, and and not having that reason. Sure. So that, that probably makes sense. I'm I'm the enemy uh, for putting <laughs> well, drink. I felt the way on it, I felt but, the same way you did at first, but yeah, then I, I kind of felt like, yeah, it doesn't change much. Just, it's so weird. Um, so this console is, um, so there was speculation that the Xbox uh, One, when it was still in development, was going to be discless. Uh, we have since seen an all digital version of Xbox release. Um, it's neat to see that the trend is continuing with this. There's a discless version and a uh, disc using version of this console. I'm curious to, we didn't, we, we weren't told a price point. We were not. So, I, I kind of, it's funny because the, the discless one, like when I saw them next to each other, the one with the disc looked like pregnant compared to the yeah, one that wasn't. I was going to say the same exact <laughs> thing. Like, oh. yeah. like it, it's, oh, it's just like a huge bulge coming out of the side. With I was like, di- that's interesting. <laughs> Couldn't have made, uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, and depending on the sales of this thing, this might determine whether or not um, discless consoles are just a new thing moving forward. Um, this may very well be the end of physical media because console lifespans are usually like seven years. So yeah. seven years of people slowly getting acclimated to just buying physical uh, or digital media. Um, I don't think it'll be gone forever, but I, I don't think so. Cause I think there's still a lot of parts of the world where internet may not be quite so fast like i think kind of stadia may have proven that in terms of like we're not ready for like a streaming only or like um like our our infrastructure isn't ready for that quite yet and so if you give people only a digital option you know and i'm saying maybe in the next 10 years that might change but if you give people only a digital option then that might that might reduce your sales overall you know yeah um but who knows? It might uh, it it might be the start of a curve. I think that if this if this upcoming generation doesn't do it by the end of the one after this, I definitely think that it'll just um, be. I think discless consoles, and then you can pay uh, like a hundred and thirty bucks to get like a peripheral that reads discs in itself. Like hmm. you just buy a disc reader, uh, similar like. Com- I, I had purchased like a disc reader for my computer because my computer doesn't have a disc slot. It's something but... I just thought about right now because I, I didn't really think about it. Like the the whole gimmick of like the PS4 and like PS3 was like Blu-rays, right? Like that was like yeah. a big thing. And so like they have really like, you know, I, I know movies eventually will be digital. Like that, that will trend digital as well. I think movies will be a little bit more delayed than video games uh yeah. just given the audiences uh there's an older audience that i think likes you know physical media for blu-rays and dvds and whatever yeah um but yeah i don't know that's interesting because like you think about it and it's like well most blu-rays you buy now also come with like some sort of digital download code but you know think about all these people with like old physical libraries what is going to be the solution for that are they just going to have to rebuy everything you know yeah i mean we've seen that trends that will or keep a blu-ray player separately for like uh, i'll say like the on the so we've seen that kind of happen with you know vhs to dvds of people trying to 
recollect all the movies they've already had for VHS with DVD and with DVD to Blu-ray and CDs to digital media on iTunes. So that's just a cycle of things. Um, It's, it'll just be repackaged and everyone will just have to buy the same thing again. And it's going to suck. It's a double-edged sword because you get the physical media, then you risk it becoming outdated and having to buy a new device and repurchasing it. Or you buy it exclusively like digital and then, and then the developers or a deal doesn't go through or it's patched out of existence. Your license is taken away and then you just don't have it anymore. Has that ever happened though? As the, um, is there a case of that happening? So there are a couple of games like uh, the Scott Pilgrim versus the World game is like oh, yeah. a notable one of it's a digital only thing, uh, but it was removed from the store. So if you had purchased it and uninstalled it, I don't think you can reinstall it anymore. Uh, it's just gone unless you have an emulator or something. Interesting. Um, and it's just the possibility of that happening as well. Like. I try to get physical media because I have my tinfoil hat and I'm like, you know, one day the PlayStation servers are going to get hacked or something's going to happen. The PlayStation store is going to go down or whatever. Uh, and then I'm not going to have my games anymore if I don't have yeah. them already installed. So like same thing with like PT PT is another one. Like people just decided you can't have that anymore. Yeah. Uh, so it, that's kind of the risk you have when you're dealing with digital. And if someone steals your account, you're fucked if you don't get it back. Sure. Sure. Um, that happened to me with Xbox live. Uh, I still can't get into my account, so I, I don't have the games I purchased anymore. Interesting. Uh, you take the same risk though. Like I know I want to get back to the console in just a second, but you take the same risk buying physical stuff. You know, you could be robbed or your, your, your house could, you know, I, I went through hurricane Harvey, you know, a couple of years ago and like lost a lot of stuff. And so, yeah, you know, digital would have been good in that case. Yeah. Yeah, there there are pros and cons. So, because like one or two things may get stolen, or one or two things may get destroyed. But if your account's hacked, literally everything's gone. Sure. Uh, unless you have several. Uh, but two again, two like, factor authentication. Than, <laughs> one thing isn't better than the other. Sure. Um, but regardless, uh, we are trending that huge. way. There's no price point. The uh, they said that it will be compatible with PSVR though we didn't see any VR titles in this um, reveal and we didn't see the VR headset in the promo images of no. all the consoles. So I'm curious if they have a new one in the works. Probably. Or what? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, oh, another thing I saw is the texture. There's like a bumpy texture on the controllers and on mm-hmm. the console itself. If you zoom in, and you really look, the bumps are not just generic bumps. They are X's, uh, circles, squares, and triangles, uh, which I love the attention to detail there. That I want so a different cool. color. Yeah. I don't like the white. I have my white PS4, and I like the way it does it. It's like the, the controller's all white. The Most of the PS4 is white. Just the like uh, middle Oreo part of it is, is black. But I feel like... I don't like the way this one is doing the the color accents. I feel like I want it to be solid, not whatever this is. Like, especially the controller. I like the design of the controller, but I do not like the color scheme. I want it to be one monochromatic color. I've seen, (laughs) I saw a a fan-made render of it where it was all black with the accent light. Mm -hmm. And if that is an option, which 
I think when they release consoles, they usually have several colors. I hope there's a mono black version. I'd love to have that, but I think uh, they've gone they've gone away from that in recent years for like the main consoles, right? It's kind of just the controllers now you can get. Besides special edition. Is that yeah, well, am I wrong? I know the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 Pro, when they both launched, they both had generic black versions at launch. Yeah. Um so uh that that could that could have changed i'm not sure i know nintendo had like a mono gray version with their console along with their red and blue nintendo's nintendo's an outlier they're they're playing their own like uh sony and microsoft are in some sort of like i don't know i want to say like a baseball analogy they're like on the field and nintendo is like in the like concession stand like making food for people like it's like a totally different like same sure, arena yeah. different game <laughs> like, um but yeah i i don't think that um mono black is outdated i still think but who knows maybe i'm just i'm super hesitant on getting this the ps white console the ps3 was that like silver what was that it it launched black okay because i remember like maybe maybe it was like a mock-up design of it or something or like an early prototype that was like let me see maybe there were several colors when it launched but you know the I... one with like the boomerang controller that i'm talking about yeah yeah that one was silver was that a ps3 thing um that was a playstation 3 thing that i don't think that console ever launched though okay i think like the launch version of it was black Oh, I, this oh, is gonna oh, okay. Oh. Never, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Your video is like pretty like pixelated on my screen right now, and so it's fine on mine. <laughs> yeah, I I figured, um, but yeah. So uh, I guess to wrap things up, um, uh, because I think it's I think it's fair to say we're both going to get the PlayStation Five at some point. Yes, uh, I have been a loyal consumer of Nintendo, and then also most most of sony i'm not the biggest i i own a pc so i don't ever feel the need to buy a an xbox console because typically everything's shared between those two things and uh yeah anything i want to play i'd rather play with a keyboard and mouse but yeah I, where was I, where I, was i going with that <laughs> yeah i'll be buying it <laughs> if, um i'm a hardcore collector so i try yeah. to have one iteration of every major console so i can play the exclusive so i'm definitely going to get the playstation 5 it's definitely a higher priority than xbox right now just given sure uh, xbox's recent track record of also porting their newer games to pc um but uh the last question i will ask is how much money would you be willing to pay for this new console where do you draw <sighs> i think i would like to pay like in a perfect world, I think I'd like to pay three hundred for it, but I think that's way low. I think, okay, predictions that I've seen are are saying around five hundred, and I, I imagine that's probably true. So I think that'll probably be what it is. I was gonna say four hundred. Um, that's your totally sweet spot doing... of what you want, like four hundred. Yeah, like yeah. if it's if it's gonna be more than four hundred, then like. You know, I, I, I guess I'm a bundle or I guess. Yeah, I, I'm with you extra. at 400. I'm with you at 400 because the Wii was what or the switch was 
The was, Switch, I think, was 300 yeah. So I think 400 is what I would like in a perfect world, yes, to pay yeah. for it. Um, anything above 400 I might start looking for a bundle or... Maybe digital will be 400 or something. Uh, yeah, man. Mm, definitely not going digital, but... <laughs> I think that, I will. The, I think the I price, will. The price difference is going to be uh, uh, definitely a consideration factor, I'm sure. The price difference will make it very enticing, but yeah, uh, those are our thoughts on the PlayStation Five event. Um, uh, we certainly hope that you valued our opinion, or at least uh, made it this far in the in the episode. Yeah, uh, get that precious view time. Uh, <laughs> if you've enjoyed listening to us uh, rant and ramble about PlayStation, um, give us a like and subscribe for more content similar to this. There's lots of stuff uh, we offer on our channel. Yeah, we're very two very good boys. You should listen and watch. And uh, lastly, if you have any ideas on things we can talk about or if you want to reach out, um, contact us at DeskPopCast on all social media platforms or DeskPopCast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>